Well, thank you for listening to the Arc of Ohio podcast. I'm one of the co-hosts, half of the host, anyways, uh, co-host Mr. Josh, and we also have Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm hanging in there. How are you doing? Good, good. It's uh, it's another day in the Arc world for sure. We recently it definitely had the, is. The, yeah, there's it's uh, it's like you kind of go. You know, we record these different times of the week. Sometimes it's like Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesdays, or Thursdays. But every time we record, it's like the same thing that I want to say is it's a long week. It could be a Monday morning at 10 o'clock and I'm still like, it's a long week. When will this week end? Kind of thing. But we recently had the uh, the Arc of Ohio Fall Conference. We have a summer conference and a fall conference. Our summer conference, um, we typically have like two or 300 people at. And this year we had 90 register and like 60 show up. And they're like, ooh, that post-COVID thing, right? So mm-hmm. this recent one, we had uh, about 210 people register and about 175 come in. And it was, it was really, uh, it was a cool... Uh, conference. And it's really also what was neat about that is everyone from the ARC was in the same place at the same time, which typically does not happen. We have our state offices and, you know, we, we may have a group together at different places, but everyone was there. And it was cool to see like these tables of everyone who, who works at the ARC and, and all that we, all that we do. It also made me realize that I am by far the tallest person in the ARC and like, everyone, everyone. You really are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like everyone gets short with me all the time, and they don't understand mm-hmm. that joke at all. So, by a lot, <laughs> right? How are things in the life of Lindsay? Oh, it's just absolute chaos. I mean, the kids started soccer, so that was uh, has been an experience. And then, sweet Vivi is home today. I'm doing the stay at home mom thing with her. She's a little under the weather. Um, she's a really bad cough. And this morning, she said she did not want to cough during circle time, but she also did not want to miss school because she didn't want her teacher to learn more than she has. Ooh. So wow. okay. <laughs> in her That's mind, fun. she te- in her mind, she basically just runs pre-K. She so, runs pre-K, yeah. yeah. I know I know some of the stories of like, you've told me of, like she has very set schedules, right? Like, no, yes. we don't have until Wednesday, you know, yeah. kind of. Yes. So she yeah. is. So... Today's schedule is a little thrown off and she is just beside herself. They had a, the one positive is our school had a two hour delay to do um, teacher in service this morning. So she's literally missing nothing. She was going to preschool for an hour and then that was it. So it's not in the grand scheme of things. She wasn't, even her teacher said that like, we're going to do a couple of centers, read a book. Here's the YouTube link for the book so she can read it. And that was that. So, but, so yeah, that's our, our five-year-old now thinks she's smarter than her preschool teacher. So we got to work on the humble side of her amazing leadership skills. There you go. Well, today we have some uh, wonderful guests with us and, uh, you know, with this podcast, we continually try to, uh, uh, get different resources, different initiatives that are happening in the state of Ohio and just trying to help broadcast that and and so every family understands what's happening and and the why of some of those things happening and that kind of thing so so uh, Lindsay why don't you introduce our guest here this morning of course we have Beth and Stacy and they are from the DODD and they're here to talk to us about ISPs how are you guys doing today 
We're good. Thank you so much for having us, Lindsay. And now I'm going to call you Mr. Josh because that's how you introduce yourself. So, Mr. Josh, for having us uh, here to talk about the Ohio ISP. Yeah, I always introduce. Typically, I introduce Lindsay as, "Hey, Miss Lindsay." She's married. I don't know why I call her Miss Lindsay, Mm -hmm. but I'm like Miss Lindsay, and then I'm like, "Okay, that's why today I'm like Mr. Josh." You know that kind of thing. So, it's. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, Beth, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks. Thanks, Josh and Lindsay, for having us today. Yeah, yeah, it was good. This is, um, okay, we're excited to have every guest, okay? I don't want to ever yes. cost it, but when I, I saw your guys' name, I'm like, oh, that'd be good. That'd be really good to have uh, on our mm-hmm. podcast, so that's cool. Uh, wonderful things. So let's let's just kick it right off. Um, one of you guys can, can kind of go first or second or however. Uh, but can you guys just both tell us just a little bit about your background and your position with the Department of ED? Uh, just kind of give us that overview. Sure, we'd be happy to. So I'll get us started. Uh, again, I'm Stacy Collins, and I'm with the Ohio Department of Developmental Disabilities. And I'm Assistant Deputy Director of our Quality and Innovation Team at the department. And that actually uh, sits within our policy and street policy and strategic direction division at the department. I've been with the department now for eight years. Um, I've been in the field of developmental disabilities for just around 19 years. Um, I actually come to the department from having experience both in uh, mental health case management services. Um, I was a social worker and case manager at an intermediate care facility called Goodwill Columbus. And then uh, I spanned into uh, county board service and was the adult services director at the Clark County Board of Developmental Disabilities uh, before leaving to work with a a colleague to start a employment and day provider agency, a brand new one in the Franklin County area. And I made my way to the department and so have experienced multiple different um, roles within our system. And I'm again honored to be here with you all today to talk about uh, Ohio ISP and the work happening under the Ohio ISP across the state. Yeah, that is wonderful. That's a that's a rich background. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, Beth, why don't you give us kind of that background and and uh, your position with the department? Okay, I'm Beth Chambers. I've been with DODD for 19 years, and prior to coming to DODD, I worked um, with provider agencies, working with a lot of um, complex medical needs with kids in the system at a couple different agencies. I uh, was a sub at a county board for a while, working with some senior programs um, and doing fun activities. That was a great job. Um, Did direct care for a while. And since coming to the department, um, I worked as an accreditation manager. I did some regional consultant work and my current position is statewide Ohio ISP manager which means all things Ohio ISP, uh, providing overseeing training, coordination, really helping people get to know about the Ohio ISP, getting the word out, helping them um, figure out what support they need from us, gauging their first reaction, and really focusing on the experience uh, that people are having with Ohio ISP and um, how we at DODD can better support them. Good, good. That is awesome. You guys have so much to offer. Um, 
can you explain the whole reason why we are here today is to talk ISPs. Can you guys explain what the Ohio ISP is? There's a timeline and um, you guys are slowly rolling it out. I have heard good things on my end on it, but can you get into a little bit more depth on that? And um, when everything is planning on being fully in existence? Sure. Um, the Ohio ISP was developed just, as you know, we have 88 county boards and uh, over 400 ICFs. So there are lots and lots of different ways that uh, assessments and plans have been done to date. So really the why is to standardize all of that, to have one standardized assessment and planning tool to be used across Ohio uh, for people in the DD system so that the plan goes with them. So that um, this, it is the person's plan and no matter if you move from county to county, from a facility um, to a waiver setting, um, the template is the same. So getting people comfortable with that and familiar at the same time, really keeping in mind that person-centered approach. We want the standardized template to make sure everyone's on the same page and then make sure that we don't lose sight of that rich discovery and assessment information that leads to really good planning. So that template has been done for a while. So now we're, we're pushing to um, link it to automate it. So we're linking it to the online system. And um, we talked about progress and many entities, lots of county boards, lots of ICFs are already in there. Uh, entering assessments and plans into the online system. We're trying to support them along the way. So we're, we're meeting people where they are. We're helping them get accounts set up, just kind of finding out where they are in the process. If they need help with any of the technical issues, we're there to support them. Um, if it's about assessment questions, maybe just how the style, the ease of use, we're, we're looking at that, um, really focusing on getting that standardized information, the assessment was developed um, and plan template was developed by a work group to really get that, what do we want to know? How do we dig a little deeper, get to know people on a deeper level than we have in the past? So there are some initial prompts and then you can go further based on the initial conversation. So we have heard some really good feedback about that. It's really to, to kind of go as deep as the person, the family, the support, the circle of support wants you to go. So what we're doing right now is really getting some feedback. How's that going for people? How are you able to um, really have that casual conversation with people to get to know them? And then how are you capturing that? We don't want you to get rid of everything you already, people already know about a person. We want that to be a fun experience for someone to go through the assessment process. We have heard things about the length. We have heard things about, you know, it takes a long time. We want it to be done in stages. So we really want it to be uh, a positive experience for everyone involved. So what that um, SSA or Q is going to do with the team members is really talk, get to know people, ask as many questions as comfortable with for that first session, and then kind of break up the, the process of the assessment if need be. So I think there's um, some strategy and transitioning. We understand that it's um, change is a little difficult for people. So we really want to um, make sure that people are approaching this in the right way, that we're starting with 
how does someone communicate? How do we get to know how best to communicate with a person and their team and their support to really get to know all the things we need to know about that person as we move forward. So really just setting the stage for comfort, for um, making sure people are um, in a place where they're they're wanting to discuss certain things. If they want to come back to it, that's great. But really approaching the whole uh, assessment process differently and that we're, we're really hoping to discover different things about people, capture that. And then what we're hoping with this um, online version is really connecting that in the ease of use so that once information is captured, we go through that assessment period that it carries over to the plan so that it's not redundant, so that we are really being efficient and effective with people's time. Um, as I said, we know that uh, any change is hard. So the first time you're meeting with someone, the assessment and planning process, it might seem like it's taking a bit of time. So uh, really want to realize that once that information is captured, it will be done in real time. So it will be changed and evaluated and um, revisited as time goes on. So it's not an annual event. We're hoping to get away from so much of the annual planning and really just have this as a check-in. We know what's working today. We check in to see what's working, what's not working. The best laid plans change. Um, we know outcomes for people. Sometimes that's hard to, to establish those. And then a month in, we might realize that that's not exactly where we wanted to, to focus our energy or someone's changed their mind. So making it easy for teams to, to really go back and um, change course if needed to, to better align with um, the outcomes that they're interested in or what they want for them themselves in their life. So it sounds like we, when we look at the, the Ohio ISP, it's not just about, um, you know, I think, I think sometimes families look at things and say, they're just, they're changing it to change it, right? That's not the case here whatsoever. Um, we all know how overwhelming the system can be for sure. Uh, there's just so many different pieces to the puzzle and, and um, everything that has to happen to, to get uh, supports and services where they need to be and, and safety and compliance and everything else. Um, but this actually, in a way, it simplifies because you don't have to understand whole new systems or, or managed care plans for different avenues that, that an individual um, you know, may go down. So, so it's, not, um, you know, it's, it's, not a, uh, it's not just change for change. It's actually trying to, in a way, simplify the system. And then also, I know like from the Arc of Ohio standpoint, we, we have the Family Choice Program and, and even some of our, with our assistive tech, we have these ISPs that come in all the time and they're from different counties and every county has their own ISP until this point. And it was, it's always unique to see um, the differences, but it's also very confusing at times. It's okay, well, this is XYZ County, so they're gonna have the discovery here and these are the services and it's, it's gonna be worded this way and that kind of thing. So it's the Ohio ISP, when I look at it, it looks like it is, it's simpler, but yet it can also go even more in depth, even within its simplicity. So that's a very, uh, it's a very wonderful thing. This has been uh, kind of getting rolled out a little bit. And uh, I've, I've talked to different county boards and SSAs and families who have experienced the Ohio ISP. I've kind of gotten a little bit of mixed reviews, um, you know, sometimes in the same setting from the same group of SSAs and things, what are some adjustments that you feel like are in the works and, and how improvements are coming along to kind of help the quality 
of the Ohio's, Ohio ISD uh, being increased a little bit? I think that's a great question, Josh. We get feedback all the time and we get mixed reviews also. Um, what I think is most, most beneficial is following that feedback across time. At first, somebody might say it takes too long. They might be overwhelmed. And then following that along to see that we're engaging with them further along in the process. Did it become easier? Those kind of things. So I think your point is well taken that um, some of the things we're hearing are that um, the assessment plan, it takes too long. And then on the other side of that coin, you're hearing that I'm getting to know someone in a different way, even if I've known them for 10 years, that the discovery, we are digging a little deeper. We're getting to know people a little bit differently. So the positives and neg negatives sometimes <laughs> kind of align or cross over. So we are hearing that um, the first time someone sits down to do the assessment plan this new way, it does take a while. Um, if you're just getting to know someone or if you're really um, covering some areas that you may not have talked about. Um, it was very strategic, as I said, starting in the place of communication because everything builds on that. Um, I think it's important to know too that it aligns very closely with turning the life course and the, the, the terminology and making sure that um, we're focusing on that. So we've heard some positives there. People are familiar with some of the, the terms and the person-centered planning tools that are built into the assessment. Um, people have said that those are helpful. Also though, on the other side of that coin, it does take longer because those assessment, uh, person-centered tools and practices are built into the assessment. So it adds to the length. Um, one thing we've heard is that, especially with those complex need situations where uh, we're trying to capture a lot of medical history, um, that the character limits, that there's not enough space in the plan. So we are looking at that. We're having ongoing conversations about increasing the character uh, limit capacity. We're also hearing that um, it, the revision process, like, is it gonna be easier for people to change plans? Like if something's not working, is it gonna be easier for people to, to get in there and have those changes made quicker? Um, we have developed a process where there should be an at a glance where team members can quickly see what changed. You don't have to read through, you know, pages and pages of the, the plan to see what changed. There should be a quick way to let people know what is different. So people have uh, voiced some concerns over that and we think we have met the need. We're talking about future enhancements all the time to empower team members to really analyze what's working and what's not working on a regular basis, to have those regular check-ins, to make sure that if something is important to a person, that all the team members are talking regularly, communicating openly and actively to make sure that everyone's on the same page and up to date and know what the priorities are. Yeah. Now, Stacey, I'd like to have your input a little bit here on, on just the, the Ohio ISP and kind of what you've, what you've been seeing. I know, um, we try to talk to families and say, um, anything, anytime anything new rolls out, um, it's going to have some some different uh, different challenges uh, for sure. But I think when families look at the Ohio uh, Ohio ISP, it's important to have a good perspective on like how they, um, you know, how that fits into their life. Can you speak a little bit to just that just that part of it? Just if I'm if I'm a family member. And Ohio ISP is now becoming a part of my, my child's 
um, or my siblings plan, what does that mean for me? What, what, is, what, is that, what does that experience look like? Josh, I think that's a, it's a fantastic question. And I think it's a question for all those families who are joining us today to really know that that experience is going to evolve, right? And our resources and our tools for families are going to evolve. But the biggest thing that I think is important to really just talk about with everybody is this is a transition, and so it is a transition into that one standardized assessment and plan across the state. And that is, is to simplify the system. Josh, I think that you summarized it so well. It's to simplify that system. Because right now, if you live in one county and you go to move to another county, it's a new assessment. It's a new plan. If you are living in one ICF, and you move outside of the ICF or into an ICF, it's, it's just the new, another, right? Assessment and another plan. I know Beth reached, you know, spoke about, you know, we have hundreds and hundreds of ways that teams across the state can assess and plan. And the goal of this is to really simplify it so that person's got one assessment and one plan that can go with them, that you can access. But what brings then that simplifying from a person's perspective is the complexity of, of transitioning from those 400 to 500 different ways of assessing and planning. And so what I think is really important to talk about is, you know, we at the Department of Developmental Disabilities have a team dedicated to the implementation of Ohio ISP. They were part of leading it from the very beginning with our stakeholders who developed the actual template. So this template was done in partnership with people with lived experience, with family members, with county boards and ICFs and providers to try to come up with that. What is that best standardized way of doing this? And so the Ohio ISP team at the department is engaged and going to be working with all those groups through the implementation as well, because like Beth mentioned, from a family's perspective, their teams are going to be asking different questions than what they've typically done before. Some of the questions might be the same. Some of the questions might be different. And then how those questions then lead into the needs that you and your family member has, and then what then resources come into play. And so we aren't working on just getting this template of the Ohio ISP out into the field. It's also how do we support teams in that transition from the old way into this kind of standardized way of doing it. And so right now we've done some introductory video introductory videos. I will just say Josh and Lindsay, I'm not best for always having really good pronunciation of words. <laughs> You're um, doing I'm, great. <laughs> I'm not for messing them up messing them up. So, you know, really we've got just some introductory videos ready that we have started to share that's really geared at families about what is this Ohio XP? What can you expect? It's coming out in our family connection. So if you're a family listening, you know, want to get engaged with us, uh, we'll be sharing a lot through our family connection newsletter, which you can uh, join through going to dodd.ohio.gov and subscribing. Additionally, I just want to encourage you if you, you know, are wanting to get your hands on what the actual questions are and what this kind of assessment and plan looks like, 
We do have online at dodd.ohio.gov the actual templates and examples that you can go on and you can grab and you can look at. But the biggest thing is it's a transition. Everybody is learning these different stages, but we have a team available to support you all to support our county boards, to support our intermediate care facilities and making that this transition. And it is a transition and it is gonna take time. So each different organization is in a different phase um, of that transition. Um, but we know many teams, as Beth said, have started to get in there. Families are starting to experience it, um, but it is definitely a process that will take time. Yeah, and I was speaking with a family uh, not too long ago and they were talking about the, you know, it's. It's kind of about what Beth was talking about of the um, not just a once a year here's the ISP but a continual process and they were they were expressing um, frustration with that because they said it's such a it's such a any for them any act, interaction with the county board is at times nerve wracking not because the county board necessarily did anything they're just worried that uh, my service is going to be taken away or there's going to be some kind of problem or some kind of issue it generates a lot of anxiety I guess for the family and I said what better way to see how much they're on your side and 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 to have a better relationship with the county board than to to continually you know, have it be an ongoing thing instead of having all oh, this stuff that happens once a year and you know that time of the year is coming and and it's going to be nerve-wracking you to, to know that you have someone that's there continually looking at that ISP and trying to see is there anything we need to change is there anything different is there anything that's working what's not working and those kinds of things and and i i tried to kind of offer um a different experience uh, um perspective on it just to say this could actually be a good thing what you feel like is a, a you know a negative and i understand the business schedule too of and you know according to coordinating all those things but with zoom and everything it's it's good um there's a and, and they were you know hopefully they're going to kind of give it a try so i think it's a it's a process it's a it's a change for everybody, but I, but I hope that, uh, and if you're a family member listening out there, um, love to hear your feedback. You put on the comments and, and different places that it's posted or email us and, and let us know. And, and we can forward that information to Beth and Stacy as well, but um, just kind of um, let's, let's let it evolve. Let's let, as Stacy's saying, let the experience evolve and let's, uh, you know, continue to make the, the improvements, but the, the uh, we're talking about before we, we started recording the show, the experience, the, the why rather, the why of all of this is so, so important um, that um, even if it takes time to, to kind of get used to it, um, that why um, is, is such a, a good thing and, and the reason why all of this is happening, right? Um, it's, a, it's a place where we desperately need to go to for, um, for this process. So, uh, well, Beth and Stacy, we thank you very much for, uh, for being, a part of being on the show. And um, you guys both did great. It worked out well. That's good stuff. And uh, we'll have to have you come back maybe, um, I don't know, maybe in the first of the year or something in 20. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just to kind of give us an update. Or if you guys see there's some, if there's any kind of major shifting that you would like to broadcast out, you can just let us know and we'll, we'll have you come back on the show. That was uh, Stacy Collins, Beth Chambers with the Department of DODD. And, um, and uh, that was a good recording, wasn't it? Wasn't that a good? Yeah, that was amazing. I'm, there was so much info in there. Yeah, yeah, and so I, and the good thing about a podcast is obviously if you're listening to this, you may have to kind of rewind and say, okay, let me, let me get this, get this kind of, you know, straight, but, but the, the bottom line is this Ohio, new Ohio ISP is, um, is, is here 
to make a big difference. It's, it's here to improve something that was just uh, overcomplicated. Um, mm -hmm. So many different avenues and different ways of doing an ISP. Uh, I know if I go from one county to another with, with my child and, and it's different, it's just, um, it shouldn't be that. It's all the same system. It's all the yeah, same it, flavors. And, and so it's just a really, it's a good thing mm -hmm. that they're doing and uh, it's a good process. And it, it's, um, and even with some it, of the feedback, it's, they're getting there. We're, we're getting there. And the process is painless because we just started our like ISP journey with WIT in July. And oh. I thought it was going to be this like, two hour long thing like it was with school where like the they're asking you all these in-depth questions and the questions are in depth but um our SSA was at our house for 35 minutes yeah that was so a, I mean it was very, yeah it was just enough time and it was fairly yeah. painless like I didn't I did not feel um like I had to open up old wounds and talk about because I think that Sometimes that's where families get a little bit of a block. Like, why do I want to fill this out? Why? And to know that you fill it out once. And if you have to move, it's all going to travel with you. And you don't have to refill out a different county's paperwork. I think it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And I, my first experience with Ohio, not the Ohio ISP, but the old way of doing the ISP. My first came to Ohio was I helped a family. And they're like, I'm going to have an ISP meeting. Could you come and be a part of this? Sure. So I go there and um, we were there for like two and a half hours. I mean, just, um, and they were just um, at some point in the process, it were probably that 30 minutes, I, 30 minutes at the most one hour. You're just so done with it. Like you're not probably not mm -hmm. even answering the questions uh, very effectively because of that. So I like the three, you know, a few times a year checking in and, I like it not just being, okay, I know in the middle of April, they're going to call and we have to have a ISP done by the middle of May or, you know, whatever the, the, the waiver span is. And um, it should, uh, it should be good, good things. So mm -hmm. anyhow, well, Lindsay, um, yeah, appreciate it. another show, another show down. I know, another one in the books. Can't wait yeah. for the next. Yeah. I hope, to, I hope uh, the, the shenanigans at your house, they had a, at a low key pace. Um, sometimes when I call and I call Lindsay, I get this, oh, shenanigans, you know, just kind of, let me tell you about the, you know, the old house phone today. And it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's an old house popcorn and just, okay, let me get popcorn. And <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and let me tell you about everything that has happened in our house today. So now it's a circus always, but it's a circus that I'm grateful for. So yeah keep yeah. the shenanigans coming because you just never really know what you're going to get on any given day there we go well thank you very much for listening to the ark of ohio podcast with josh and Lindsay, and we will absolutely see you next time